editing Chris here. This is a trigger warning. As usual, there's a trigger warning in general, but specifically in this episode, the trigger warnings are for the themes along the lines of body image, sexual assault, and rape, as these are topics that are referred to and explored throughout the episode. Being human, and in my experience, a Black woman in her early 20s, it's hard. We bear this cross of following the instruction manuals handed to us that tell us who we should be and what we should look like. I want to get into that. This episode is about body image and how the views and conditioning can and have affected myself and my guest, along with what advice we have to offer to those who may struggle with body image. Uh, But I do want to note that obviously this is all experience and opinion based. I also want to make sure to mention that Even though there may have been mention of cosmetic surgeries and makeup in a negative light during this episode, there's absolutely nothing wrong with either for the benefit of making someone feel their best. It's more so when it's to conform to the boxes society tries to fit us into that it becomes problematic. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm excited for this. Um, I felt like it was only right that you were the second person on my episode. Come on, man. Well, the second person on my show for the second episode. I'm excited and nervous all at the same time. Don't be nervous. You Ain't no reason nervous. to be nervous. I'm. I should not be making you nervous. <laughs> no, but this is an exciting topic. So before we get into that, just let us know who you are and how we know each other. Hi guys, I'm Hope. Um, Hope Kamo. I know Crystal. Um. From GHA. Green Hills. Green Hills Academy. If you know, you know. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we met there, and you know, we just became friends. Weirdly. We're, so what weirdly. What weirdly? Because, okay, no, let's be honest. <laughs> Did you ever see it coming? I never saw it coming. I never... Um, you never really thought about expectations it. expectations to it, yeah. Yeah, so. for me, it was because, like, I was this nobody, and, like... Stop. <laughs> First of all, I was, I'm and then stuff she, right there. No, no, no. And she was somebody like she. No. she everyone knew her. Like my thing was, older people knew her, and for me that meant everyone knew her. And like I wasn't gonna be able to talk to her, blah blah blah. And that's not to say I was stalking this girl or anything, but it just it never occurred Chris. to me that we'd be. <laughs> it never occurred to me that we'd be friends, um, yeah. and then somehow. My best friend at the time and your best friend went to the same school and left us at Green Hills and then we became <laughs> we became best friends. Yeah. So yeah, that's no, how I, that happened. I always knew I always liked your vibe. I always, oh, you know, we always show together anyway. Yeah, like, no, for real. Now we live together. You, first of all, you are someone. Stop doing that. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> but yeah, so this is hope. Um, and we will be talking about body image today. It's hmm. a very, a very interesting topic. Very Guys, multi-layered. I'm as shocked as you are. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell her what this was until like before I pressed record. <laughs> so this is going to be a genuine raw conversation, but I feel like we have this conversation every now and again anyways. Yeah. Um, just... And I think it's an important conversation especially for black women to be having. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but this isn't, I don't want that to filter out who can listen to this. This is supposed to be for everyone. Body image is everyone. I'm sure there's white males that have body image issues. Um, so it's not like, this isn't saying, this is for black women, everyone else by, that's not what this, this is. Um, yeah. So I want to start with what you would say body image means to you, how you grew up understanding it. Just like give us a bit of background on that. Um, growing up, my parents are people who are very um, people would call it strict, mm-hmm. but I'll call it, you know, I don't know, I haven't found the word for it yet. But um, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so at a young age, they just taught me how to respect myself. You know, they always told me respect is like the first thing a woman should have. Mm-hmm. And as a girl, you know, when you hear that, it's like, what is respect? Mm-hmm. You don't know the definition of respect. But um, my mom tried her best to explain it to me, my dad too. So it's just basically, you know, as a woman, like the way you show yourself, the way you move, the way you carry yourself, carry yourself yeah. it says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing people judge. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately <laughs> or unfortunately. Yeah. So um, growing up, it, it's just been a, like something like I, I wasn't really, um, I didn't see it as, oh, you have to like look good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, wasn't it wasn't that physical. For it you. wasn't physical for me. Mm-hmm. And my dad just always made me feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, that man, like he just, he didn't have to say it a lot. He just knew how to make me feel beautiful just mm-hmm. i was a tomboy mm-hmm. so i really didn't care much about um how i looked how i appeared mm-hmm. as long as i could play soccer in whatever i'm wearing that's there's fine. no way you use the word the word soccer we use <laughs> football, football. I'm sorry. in the country we're set in you're using soccer <laughs> <laughs> no i'm playing I'm no playing. um so it wasn't it i didn't really think about body image until like i was a little bit older and mm-hmm. more girly mm-hmm. <laughs> so um it do you just feel grew. like that was when you couldn't avoid it because that's where people start to say things or well, like notice actually things? yeah first of all sadly women are sexualized at a very young age mm-hmm. like facts i remember um just people pointing stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going Is that this, during puberty you're going for that. You? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and people were like seeing it. But for me, it was like, I didn't really pay attention to it. Yeah. So when people you're in saying it, you it don't really pay made attention. me pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not something I wanted to pay attention to. Yeah. To, because it's like, <laughs> I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not care. But um, growing up, of course, you you have to. Yeah. You're a girl, you know. Mm. You have to take care of yourself, take care of your body, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that means. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant until I had to take care of my own body when I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, so the were definition you, changed. Were you like an early bloomer or late bloomer? Oh, definitely. Early. Yeah. Shall I, I, had to be, I had to be walking around all hunched up. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. but... Um, so it definitely affected you from an earlier age. Very, very early. Yeah. As, yeah... I'm I'm not happy about that, but then again, it really did make me um grow. Mm-hmm. Be too early, but yeah, I hear that. Grow. I hear that. Um, so yeah, my definition changed, and now, um, body image is more of 
what I see rather than what people see. Mm-hmm. You know, what I like when I see in the mirror. It's not about like how I appear. Of course, girls, you know, we're always gonna be like, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. The mm-hmm. other day, I was telling you what I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we get funny like that, but just it's because it's human. Mm-hmm. You know, you you like to question whether you're good enough or you look good, mm-hmm. but the definition is not like physical for me. Mm-hmm. It's more I love of that. you know the energy I carry, mm-hmm. um, the respect, the respect. <laughs> yes, you know how big it is instilled <laughs> in you from yes. young. Yes, so my parents just they did it. So, like they did to me very very young mm-hmm. that it is something i'm very very big on even now mm-hmm. like sometimes i do forget mm-hmm. but i always remember yeah that's what you don't have a choice i don't have they grilled it they they grilled it they drilled it into you yeah, so that it's like and i also choose to remember yeah because it gives you certain power when mm-hmm. you know exactly who you are and you know what you stand for yeah and you know. There's nothing more beautiful than a woman who knows who she is. Purr. <laughs> <laughs> a big purr. Okay. I, um, I love that. I feel like it's interesting to hear your perspective on, on that because I was a very late bloomer. As a matter of fact, I'm still blooming as of now. <laughs> I'm metro blooming. <laughs> That's who I am right now. You know what they say. I don't. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know what they say. But because of that, I noticed everyone else blooming around me before me. Mm -hmm. And I was was a huge tomboy as well growing up. To the the point, like, I wasn't playing with my little sister with dolls and stuff. That was craziness to me. Like, how, how can you sit down, right? The concept of having Barbies... And let's get into Barbies as well, because why were Barbies the beauty standard? Right. But but <laughs> let me let me let me land on this one, right? <laughs> let me land. <laughs> let me land. <laughs> um. So I was I was a huge tomboy, and it's only when my peers and my friends started to go through puberty before me that I was noticing all the changes they were going through and I wasn't going through. Um, or if I went through them, I went through them differently. And in my eyes, it was less than what everyone was mm. was getting. And so I, I felt so... Left behind. Left behind, but also not as feminine as mm. them. Especially because I was already a tomboy. And so I was trying to make that... I wanted to make that switch where I was like, beautiful. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like, I wanted to be seen as beautiful, which is what these girls were being seen as. They were getting male attention all of a sudden. And I felt like I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't to say I wanted a boyfriend at 13. But, like, I just noticed. It was just attention that I wasn't getting mm-hmm. that I was like, wow. Like, I want, a, I want that too. <laughs> But yeah, um, so it's interesting to hear, like, from the person I was envious of at the time. Like, you weren't conscious of it. And I never, I didn't know about this until I got older, how sexualized these people were, like the, the youngins were, when they were blooming earlier than everyone else. Yeah. And like, I, I know in general, like, girls are sexualized when they start to go through 
uh, puberty. I get that, but I didn't realize that it was to the point that it was, if you started at 12, people were sexualizing you at 12. Yeah. That's craziness. People sexualize you as soon as you're called a girl. I know. I know. Yeah. And that's crazy. And that's actually something else I want to touch uh, touch on a little later in the conversation. Just about how society views you. Um, but let's go back to this Barbie situation, right? Because mm. <laughs> now we're, we're... I never liked her. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. No. I did not mess with Barbie. <laughs> I didn't play with Barbie. The only... You know what? The only um, dolls I ever played with, and I remember this specifically because... I didn't own dolls myself, but I remember I, we went over to a friend's house, Paula and I, and we had two of my, like, my little, I called them my little sisters. Three of my little sisters. That's where I met my, like, third one. Mm-hmm. I call them all my baby sisters. Um, shout out to you, Ineza, Marisa, and Ines. I love you guys so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember we were sat on a trampoline, and they had Bratz dolls. And I remember I loved Bratz because that was the first time I saw someone who was close to my my skin color. And that yeah. was different for me. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, so like they actually do make dolls that, you know, look like us. Look like us. Who would have thought that? And the fact that even unconsciously when I was younger, I was thinking those things is so sad because mm-hmm. that just goes to show how from a very young age we're we're told or we're conditioned to want to look a certain way yeah and it kind of it's so hard to remove something that you are taught from young Mm -hmm. like it's it's hard to unlearn those things yeah and i i can't tell you that i've unlearned them especially when it comes to lighter skin straighter hair um what else (laughs) at the time i think it was a slimmer figure yeah. Like a very unhealthy, slim figure that was being pushed. And now it was, you know what's being pushed now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the alphabet one. <laughs> the BBL. The epidemic of the BBL. Um, but it's crazy how it's, it's conditioned into young girls from young. It it's so sad. And I know, okay, I, I feel like a lot of us hold our mothers to like that's that's the most beautiful woman we know Mm -hmm. i think a lot of us right and to add on to all the things i was seeing growing up my mom is a lighter-skinned woman i remember i used to be i used to be like wow why why aren't i think it was paula that was lighter as well when we were younger and i used to be like why am i not as light as them because that was the standard that was like you're not beautiful if you're not light so i wasn't light (laughs) As a matter of fact, because I played outside with the boys all the time, I was dark. <laughs> um, I wasn't blooming, and and I had my shave my my shaved head. My mom shaved my hair so did off. I. Yeah, and I remember so I was like I couldn't get any more masculine than this. I was one of the boys for real, for real. I wanted to be one of the boys. I didn't. Not 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 looking like. <laughs> I didn't want to look like one. But that's what it was. That's how I grew up. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that that starts from young is crazy. You know what it is? Growing up, I was skinny. You know, I was small. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really light-skinned. Mm-hmm. I was really, really light. And I had a bald head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Period. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. KPS, <laughs> shout out to you. Um, but it was just 
I didn't like it mm-hmm. because I started getting um, attention mm-hmm. at a young Is age. Is that the blooming you mean? Or, or the factors that you just listed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Light skin, all of that. Mm-hmm. The way people always... That was what was which, the thing. Which is sad. Which is sad. Yeah. Like, people say they like light skins. Mm-hmm. You know, blah, 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 blah. All of that. They see a light-skinned kid, they call you beautiful. Mm. You know? Like, the word dark beauty. skin when you're like... Yeah, and then it, it also... As a kid, I used to be, like, chilling with my friends. And someone comes, like, is like, oh, you're so, you're so cute. You know, mm-hmm. that, 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 that. And I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, you're not telling my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's up with that? Yeah. So that kind of, like... um attention you know i i didn't like having it young Mm -hmm. especially the fact that he puts such standards Mm -hmm. and expectations on myself where i was like i felt like it was pressure Mm -hmm. to always like you know now that you're being called the beautiful one yeah you have to upkeep you know yeah i didn't want that yeah (laughs) you know i just just wanted to play soccer Football. So when, <laughs> right, football. Football, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So you noticed these things when you were younger. You noticed that I lighter did. skin was, was, you know. I mean, to some degree, still is, you know. It still is the beauty standard. Um, That's crazy that you noticed that. I did. Yeah. I, really, really I mean, did. I feel like I noticed it, it, but I didn't notice it in the sense, like from your perspective, where you no, of are course, of course, I wasn't skin. fully aware. Yeah, you know, I wasn't fully aware. It's just things that but you pick it's up. Like, yeah, it's things. I was, I was young, but I was still like alert. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I used to pick up on smallest. You things. were young, but you were you were you not was, stupid. Um, <laughs> Let him know. You know. Um, I was a little bit aware. You know, yeah. I'll say a little bit, but I did uh notice. You know, that's why. I started also having issues with the girlfriends that I had. Mm-hmm. I was unable to keep girlfriends. Get into that for us. Explain <laughs> what that means. Is that? Do you mean like there was jealousy? Was there? I cannot speak for them. Yeah, you know I cannot speak for them. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't want to be around um, that where mm-hmm. you feel like you know less, less than, than yeah you know. I would want to be around that. Yeah. So I get it, you know, I get it, but it's like, I don't, I wouldn't say it's jealousy because yeah. I don't know what they felt, but maybe it, they were just was, protecting yeah. themselves from or may, feeling yeah. a certain way. Or maybe I to. just wasn't able to make girlfriends. Maybe. You know? Do you know why? You know, it might, <laughs> you know what? That might be the reason too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just, you know, growing up, I was just not very close to girls. Mm-hmm. You know, it took us, a while to get close to yeah, you know it did. um and because i always got betrayed as a kid mm-hmm. so it's like you have to be careful mm-hmm. you know whoever you make friends with you know you make friends with them they're fr- your friends and then the next minute they're not so yeah i had to be very very aware of that and uh yeah it's just silly little things that make you what would you say? Would you say it's insecure? Do you know what it is? <laughs> I never... I was I was a confident kid, mm-hmm. you know? But not confident... You don't need to tell me that twice. <laughs> but I'm not confident. <laughs> but not confident in a way that, yeah... I'm not, like, like cocky. Like, no, I'm saying, like, I, I didn't see myself as beautiful. I didn't, like... I didn't think I was all that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You were just but confident I was confident in, in who I was. Yeah. You know? 
me and my dad used to just be together all the time have conversation you know he he instilled in me so many values Mm -hmm. that every day was a lesson Mm -hmm. you know and I, I like to learn. Yeah. You know, I was a nerd, but I didn't want to be one. <laughs> but I love Nothing to. wrong with being a nerd. <laughs> you know? What you trying no, to say? No, 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 no. <laughs> I wanted to be out there causing the no, trouble. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's like, I really didn't care mm-hmm. about all of the other stuff. Yeah. You know, just the type of person that I was. But it's easier to say that and then go to school and then... It's a whole different different world. You step into everyone's opinions. Exactly. Do you know what I think, actually? Mm -hmm. All those standards of body image gave me a personality that was never mine. Ooh. What do do, 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 do. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you you mean by that? Because that's very interesting to hear. You know, I became something I wasn't. Not became, but I was seen as something that I was not, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Do you feel like a version of you was created without your permission? And then yeah. it was like, you were given responsibility of, over it to make sure that was, that was that's hope. Sorry, but yeah. that's who we see and that's who we exactly. want you to be and that's it. You know, which was traumatizing, of course. Yeah. You know, that's why every time, you know... We, we talk about rumors. I'm like, bro, rumors. <laughs> been there, done that. Been, they're always going to be there. Yeah. But you always have to keep moving. But as a kid, mm. going through all of that. It's traumatic. It's traumatic. You know, it teaches you how to be a lone wolf. I was around very many people where I was lonely. Yeah. Always in my thoughts, you know. Um, That's. Try not guys, to get too close. That is a word. <laughs> I was around a lot of people, but I was lonely. Yeah. But yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. But it, at the end of the day, everyone was a kid. Yeah. We didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was feeling. Yeah. M- most of all, I didn't even know how to handle my feelings. You know? mm-hmm. Just literally moving on. At the end of the day, the day has ended. The day has ended, you mm-hmm. know? But yeah, all of that, I'm thankful for at the end of the day. Yeah. And... You can't blame anybody for anything you've been through. Yeah. I didn't know any better. I feel like the only thing we can do <clears throat> is do better. And I love how I'm on TikTok all the time, so I'm probably going to reference TikTok every episode at this point. But I love going on TikTok and seeing like a mother and a daughter in a mirror and the the mother's teaching her affirmations, yeah. teaching her how to say affirmations to herself in the morning or like practicing, especially with little black girls, practicing caring for your own hair, caring for, well, back to j- just in general, caring for your bodies, caring for, it doesn't matter what someone else says at school. Mm-hmm. And I love these TikToks so much where a, a child will go to school and come back and like be in tears and say like, they called me ugly or they said like my nose is too big or I'm too short or blah 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 and the mom will be like well what did you say back to them and they'll be like I didn't say anything and they're like the mom is like well it doesn't matter what they think what matters is what you think exactly so you need to stand up for yourself because you need to explain that you're beautiful to you and that's all that matters exactly and I love when mothers also use it 
um, like full circle with God because everyone's made in God's image. And I used to tell this to myself. I think this is what's like made me a lot more confident in myself and in self-image is that I just said the same thing twice. Myself and self-image. <laughs> it's okay. It's um, okay. But I used, to, I used to pick things I didn't like about myself. I used to. I do it to this day. But um <laughs> but like I have to when I when I'm in that habit, I take myself out of it by reminding myself, well, you're not just insulting you. And it's similar to what I said on the last episode. You're not just insulting you. You're insulting a picture that God created in his image. Yeah. And that's not okay. So you can tell yourself you look ugly, blah 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 blah. This, that, and third, but you can't say that about God in his image. You're his child. You can't say that. But yeah, that's that's my little two cents on that. Um, I want to get into societal body image because especially from where we hail from, <laughs> where we come from, I feel like that's huge. Um, I feel like we come from a very culturally rich society where everyone has an opinion unfortunately Um, and fortunately fortunately and unfortunately but i feel like the latter Mm -hmm. more often than not because a lot of the times it's not very positive you know how you'll go back home and someone will Mm, say please you want me to quote it go up (laughs) (laughs) literally like as soon for those as you under- touch down, who don't understand that that's means. like as soon as you land someone will be like you oh you gained weight? so much weight like yeah. what's going on or when you have like tattoos or piercings which this one let me just say for me i've i i think what's helped me with this because i'm i used to be so locked into everyone what everyone is gonna say what everyone else thinks mm-hmm. Now it's like, if my mother, yeah, my mother Denise is aware of the things that I'm doing, who are you to now have an opinion on my body? Because as far as I'm concerned, my body is mine, first of all. But furthermore, if anyone's going to have an opinion, the only person that I feel like has weight in anything they say is my mother. That's that. No one else. The reason you have the body you have. Right. And so... When I go back home and my piercing, uh, not piercings, but my, my tattoos are going to be looked at as like, oh, she's being rebellious or mm-hmm. like she, she just left the country to not even study or blah, blah, blah. What does that have to do with my body? Like, what, is, what does me pursuing a law degree, right? What does that have to do with the fact that I have tattoos or piercings? Do you know what it is? First mm-hmm. of all, where we grew up. Mm-hmm. Our parents have not really had a problem with what we do. It's yeah, about what people. It's think. what everyone else thinks. Yeah. exactly. It's what people think. So, um, even when I used to get in trouble, you know, it's a matter. It's, of, like, it's not like we're disappointed in you. Yeah. I mean, there's a, that element. Like the community as a whole. It's like what? What's disappointed? Kanaka. What was this person gonna yeah. say? What's the what do what what are they gonna think? Exactly. You know, it's it's always been about what uh, others gonna think. Mm-hmm. You know, but not what our parents think. Mm-hmm. You know, your dad and mom could be cool with whatever you're doing, 
And a lot but of them if, are. If their friend kind of says something. <laughs> that's, that's where you know, it's like, uh, how are we going to be seen exactly. as parents? Or it's, how are you going to be taken as a child? Yeah, it's about how they're going to be seen, not society actually receiving it. And I feel like that reflects in a lot of like clothing that we wear. Yeah. Bro, I used to rock so many crop tops when I was younger, right? <laughs> <laughs> and guess who was buying these crop tops? I'll, please, I'll give you two people. You guess the two. Mom. Yeah, my mom. Dad? No, no, no. Well, no, not my dad. <laughs> my dad did not know fashion. <laughs> Your grandma? Yes. Yeah. My grandmother and my mom. Well, obviously, I wasn't buying myself clothes back then. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm still, you know, thrifting and thriving. <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part, they were the ones buying me my clothes and crop tops. I guess it's also because I grew up in a household where me and my sister weren't sexualized from when we were young, right? It was, or at least not in the house. Mm-hmm. It was when we went outside that other people sexualized us. Yeah. But it was okay for us to wear crop tops and whatnot all the way until we were like, Shorts, yeah. Leggings. Um, I didn't even know people didn't wear leggings as trousers or pants. Like, that's how much we wore those things. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you start to get older and you start to bloom and you start to go through puberty and, like, people have an opinion and you can hear the opinion. Because mm-hmm. I think we were also very guarded where we didn't, even if people were saying things, we didn't know. Um, but where you start to hear this and understand it, that... It's like, you can't be, why are you wearing that? Why are you going out wearing that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I mean, you bought it. <laughs> what do you mean, why am I wearing it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think another thing about that is, and this is specific to where we're from, because I can't really speak for everyone else, but I feel like not only are we sexualized with, just the opinions and people saying or saying like how can you, your your daughter wear this or whatever but also the wondering eye of that grown mm-hmm. man who has Uncle. no business uncles you know uncles who are hugging you from yeah and uh, you know what's crazy i was mm-hmm. thinking about this earlier when i was thinking about this conversation nine times out of ten because i i've had this conversation with my mother where um it was very it was a it's a personal conversation but it was along the lines of how she never wants me to put myself in a situation where I get hurt by a man someone of my age and by hurt I mean like sexually assaulted or whatever but (laughs) and this is what I was thinking about earlier nine times out of ten that I've ever felt uncomfortable around a male or felt in danger or even been sexually assaulted by someone it's always been a grown man can you imagine that like it's not it's not the peers that everyone else is scared of or that they think i'm throwing myself into that by wearing a certain dress or a certain top or blah 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 it's not them that i'm worried about it's the uncles the why are the uncles in 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 places they're not supposed to be? Why are you not at home taking care of your kids? Do you know why? It's because <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's because they think younger kids are naive, so then yeah. they want to introduce you mm-hmm. to that. You know, you know. Have you ever heard of grooming? Yes, that is one of the things we're talking about. Grooming, yes. Like it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. 
and horrendous. But as a man, as a man, you have a daughter, yeah? And you're you going ahead and hurting someone else's daughter. You know, in this situation, I th- I don't think they even think of the, of what they would do if that was happening to their own daughter. Mm-hmm. It's just about their needs. And even the men that are single, right? Or don't have children. For me, I, I used to think about it as far as, like, you have your own daughter. Why don't you see it that way? Mm-hmm. But you come from a woman. There's actually, like, a, a Tupac come lyric. Yeah. How like how can you come, come from, from a woman? And also hurt a woman. No, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and our and our game from a woman, and it's like, all of that happens. A woman holds you in their womb for nine months, and you can still come out, and, decide. You know what? After all that labor that women go through, I'm gonna sexually assault them. I'm gonna rape them. I'm gonna put them through trauma, I'm going to, you know, just, why? All because of a crop top? And I'm so sorry, but there's absolutely no article of clothing that justifies live any a, sort of... Live alone crop tops. Back then, what were people wearing? In Shawude? Like, but here's my they thing. Were, they even, if, even if you're naked, there's nothing that justifies someone taking your body... Of course. Or seeing your body sexually and then proceeding to sexualize it and abuse it. There's nothing that justifies that. But yeah, that's... Sorry for that tangent. Um, I did think it was important to talk about. But yeah, it's that shift growing up from things are okay to wear to now they're not. Mm -hmm. Because everyone is going to think you're trying to be... Yeah, you know what it is. Sometimes we dress up, we go out, mm-hmm. and some of the questions we are asked: mm-hmm. "Who are you looking good for?" Yeah. What do you mean by that? Or <laughs> even if, even if you get you into know? a situation where, let's say, the uncle takes advantage of you, why were you dressed like that? What were you dressed? How were you dressed? What were you dressed up for? Why weren't you dressed? You know, things. Those are the questions that you're asked. It's always about what is attracting the eye, not the eye that is wandering. <laughs> literally, you couldn't have said it better. Right. That's literally what it is. Why are your eyes looking there? <laughs> and, yeah. and you could be so clothed. And I have been in situations where I'm... There's nothing else to, to wear. <laughs> like, every, everything is covered. And I'm still uncomfortable around an uncle or a man or whatever. I actually read an article the other day and it was talking about how women are sexualized literally 90% of their life. Mm-hmm. It's like an everyday thing, mm-hmm. you know. Now we ignore it, you know, put on attitude. No. Oh, you mean us from women, we ignore yeah. the attention, no, the we, unwanted we, attention. Yeah, because if, if you're walking down the street mm-hmm. and someone is whistling at you, Telling you, come here, blah, 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 blah. and all that. You know, that is assault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, people don't understand. I guess guys will see it as making a move. But the amount of, amount of um, like, fear 
that comes literally from my foot. I feel it from my foot mm-hmm. going up, mm-hmm. you know. But it came from having fear to being angry. Mm-hmm. And then from being angry to people expecting a reaction. Because, mm-hmm. you know, women react. Mm-hmm. Explosive, you know. Especially especially black, black women. women. Yeah, that's what you we're know? known for, the angry black women. And you're like, I don't want to give them the satisfaction of a reaction. Mm. But if I don't give them a reaction, then they think it's it's okay, okay to do what they're doing. And I love that you're saying that because there's two women of color specifically that I wanted to speak about on this episode. I want to start with Lizzo. So I knew about Lizzo when, way before like she became who she is now. She was more underground at the time, and I knew of her album that had, like, it wasn't, like, secretly released or quietly. It was just people didn't know about her at the time, and I knew about her from then. And then she broke out and became this big star, but when the success came, so did everyone's opinion on her body. And it was, like, I knew this woman because she was a great singer, great vocalist, and also a music a musician, a music player. She plays the flute. And I'm always super huge on instrumental musicians. Mm-hmm. And the duality of both she was singing and playing the flute in her songs or live or whatever was so... And dancing too. And dancing, dancing her booty off. Like she can... She, she was she's really... a performer. Yeah, I remember when... Um, she broke out, and I think it was the BET Awards. She performed that for the, her very first like big live performance, and I remember that perform. I posted something on my Snapchat about how that's like top three performances I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still true to this day because I've seen a lot of good performances, but yeah. it was so good at that, that time. Moment, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, that's that's what I knew her for. But she broke out and she became this superstar and then everyone's opinion on her body came along with it. Yeah. And every now and again, she'll comment or she'll respond to someone and whatnot. And she's talked about this for a very long time, about how... Because people say she's not healthy because mm-hmm. she's a bigger woman, right? She's not healthy. She's not eating well or blah, blah, blah. She's not Which, taking care of herself. Even if she isn't, why is that anyone's business? Mm-hmm. Right. And then she goes on to say that, you know, she shows her lifestyle and shows how she eats and how she works out and all of that. And people still have comments to say, still have mean things to say. And she's been saying this for forever. She's been showing it Mm -hmm. on social media platforms, on TikTok, on Twitter. People still have something bad to say. The fact that anyone thinks that they can speak about a certain someone and 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 they sexualize her as well, mm-hmm. which is terrible. Because in the in the saying all these negative things, there's also the element of sexualizing her. Like, why don't you want to be as like um, like you you want to be seen as a curvy woman, but you don't want it to be curvy to our standard, our societal mm-hmm. standard, which is big booty, big breasts, flat stomach, tiny, a non-existent waist, waist, waist on where is it? Where is it? Waist on where is it? Literally. Literally. Whereas, in my opinion, she's the genuine definition of a beautiful curvy woman. I hate this curvy woman perception that it's it's the one it where there's certain. Yes, yeah, the hourglass. That's what curvy means. That's not what that means. No. 
And yeah, the fact that that's a thing that people think they can have an opinion on, where it's like, just mind the business that pays you. Mm-hmm. So that's one person I wanted to talk about. Another one is Megan, Megan the Stallion. The reason I wanted to talk about her, I remember I was having a conversation a few years back, maybe two years back, with a group of male friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was back home, and I was the only girl there. <clears throat> and I remember she came up in conversation, not for me, but she came up and someone called her, what was the name? It was a male name with an M. I can't remember what it, what it was. But her, her literal name, Megan the Stallion, is supposed to I think it's like a thing Texans say but it's like supposed to be like a a, a big body mm-hmm. like you know how people say big body bends the curvy type of woman curvier woman especially a black woman that's kind of what that means and I wish I could remember what the name was I don't know if it was Michael or something Michael the stallion they called her and I remember I was appalled by that and I was like I actually said Ashley, guys, let's talk about why you're calling her that. And they talked about, like, you know, she... Basically, because she's a brown-skinned woman. She's not light-skinned, right? She's a rapper. She is tall. She's curvier. She's a bigger woman, right? She's more masculine than feminine in people's eyes. And I remember I was so upset with that. And ever since then, that stuck with me. And I started paying attention to, like, when people would say things, a lot of the times when you talk about Megan Thee Stallion, it has, there's, a, there's an element of masculinity in it. Because this is this bigger woman, even though, and she can be a, uh, she can wear the most feminine dress, uh-huh. most feminine hair, most fem- feminine makeup, nails, but people will still want to put her in this box of because you're a bigger black woman, you are and she's not even big that's my thing she's not even that big and people still call her a bigger woman but because she's put into that box she's seen as masculine and i think even just as black women in general we're held to a standard of masculinity Mm -hmm. like there's people see us as more masculine a lot of the time than feminine i know you know about the conversations and arguments i've had about how lighter-skinned women and mixed women, and that's nothing against them, but how, especially where we live, that's what everyone is kind of looking for Mm -hmm. in a woman, and then we're kind of pushed aside because we're more masculine to people. Have you ever felt masculine to a guy? Do you know what it is? Yeah. I I feel that way all the time. It's actually, I'm always like, when I unconsciously put that guard down and i be- i feel feminine, feminine? to someone mm-hmm. that's where i feel so comfortable with them yeah it's because we have we we have been forced to always have our guard up yeah when you have your guard up you know even your posture mm-hmm. it shows you know you're protecting you're defensive you're defensive you're, yeah you know and you don't have to be defensive verbally you're you just have body language. Up. Yeah. Body language is everything. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and it's not because we, you know, I love to be a feminine girl. <laughs> yeah. You know? But sometimes you just have to hold yourself a certain way mm. for people not to feel like they can downgrade you. Mm-hmm. Or, 
and it, it's not something we, you do consciously. Mm-hmm. It's something you do unconsciously. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can come up to you and be like, why are you so intimidating? Like, you know, remember, I've had, you know, we've had people come up to us and ask us, like, why are you angry? Why are you like, mad? Why are you mad? What are you upset about? What's there like, to be happy I'm about? Like, I'm just here minding my business. You know? Minding the business that pays me. And you want to come up to me and tell me that you're not happy with the way that I'm presenting myself yeah. or because and I look angry, like angry. I look like an angry black woman. <laughs> Stop it. And also I grew up like the closest person who I ever knew mm-hmm. is my brother, Emma. Mm-hmm. Emma. Shout out Emma. <laughs> What's going on? What's <laughs> you know, he was, he was like my bestest friend growing up. Like we're Aww. literally each other's, he was my enemy, my worst enemy, and the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's how I could describe it. And he's, he's he's your old. Just for context, this is Hope's older brother. Yeah. Um. So like you were, that was your protector as well. That, that was, was my protector because like, all my guy. other siblings are way way older than me. Yeah. So they they had moved away. They were it in was school. just the two of you. It was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So I grew up play fighting. You know, Emma Emma didn't have a small brother. Hence but why I looked like she a was small a brother. Tomboy. That's why I was a tomboy. <laughs> you know. Emma, I'm gonna expose you, but <laughs> I used to, used to Emma, play football with him. I used to get beat up. <laughs> Emma didn't ask you know, for the smoke. He didn't. Yo, he didn't ask to be I literally came out podcast. of the womb. He said, "Come, let's go play." <laughs> and I loved it, even yeah. though I hated him so much. I loved it. So I grew up. With you that thought you game. hated him. I thought I hated him. Yeah. You know, he was the first person who I used to go to when I was sad or whatever. Yeah. And vice versa. I hope. Mm-hmm. But um, so I've I've grown to be like I'm I'm a play I'll play fight you mm-hmm. know I've I've grown around a guy mm-hmm. so, so already you felt already, like yeah. you had masculine like, of course energy I, I had to change the way I sit yeah you know um, but I still sit like this you know <laughs> she <laughs> just she just showed me <laughs> she just like slumped in her chair and like spread her legs and I still have a habit of doing that as I well I do too. But so it's like, it's, you're not sitting like a lady. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I've gotten into so many arguments with my mom about why that's so too. wrong to say to me. Me too. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not sitting like a lady? <laughs> you know? So I've already grown up around a guy. Yeah. You know, that's all I know. That was my best friend. Yeah. As a kid, you adapt to what you're around. Mm-hmm. I was adapting to him. That you was know? your environment. He was, he was my go-to. He was my role model. Mm-hmm. You know? So... I grew up a little boy in a girl's, you know, body. Yeah, but I that, that. Did, but but I never really got a chance to be feminine as a kid, mm. which honestly I love. You yeah. know, I love it. I'm yeah. thankful to you, Emma. You know, shout out Emma. Shout out Emma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I love it because it took. It kind of even brought the innocence that I had lost in a certain way. Mm. Because I really could care less. Yeah, I feel like there's so much innocence in just living life. Living life, you know. Especially as a child. Yeah, and as a guy, guys don't care. You know, guys are free. They'll see that, they'll go play. They'll see the mud, they'll play. Because that's what you were seeing. That's what you were. You know? Girls will see the mud, will run away. Yeah. All of that. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid to do that. Yeah. You know, I was in there with Emma doing all of that. And of course I'm going to be masculine. Yeah. You know, and, but I've and had it's to. wrong to say that women aren't masculine. Yeah, because bo- both can coexist. Exactly, just like a man can be feminine. feminine. And I think people don't think about this. I there's this episode of Red Table Talk that I watched 
maybe last week, um, where they were talking about how women find it so attractive in men when they have something feminine about them. So when mm. they are responsible or when they cook or blah, 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 these things that are seen as constitutionally feminine, feminine. when we see those things in men, it's attractive because that's what we're attracted to and vice versa. If like you're with a girl who happens to know how to play a sport, you're like, mm, why? Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So both, we have both in us. Yeah, Both and that's and women. definitely okay. Yeah. So I also had to unlearn what I had learned from growing up. Mm. You know, how to be. You know Princess Diaries? Mm. <laughs> how to no, be less how, where she came from and, and more, more of the princess. Exactly. Yeah. So I had to, you know, learn how to be a girl. Not that it was hard, you know. Like, going to school, I used to be around girls. Obviously, yeah. I had an idea. But I preferred, mm-hmm. you know, trying to act like a, like a guy. I wasn't even acting. Not to trying fair. to act, but you were comfortable. I was comfortable being, being the way that you'd grown up being. Exactly. So, that's my train of thought. But yeah. But shout out to Emma. Shout out to. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, I had to unlearn, and I I learned how to be uh, a girl. And mm. my sister actually helped me, Clemmy. Shout out, Shout Clemmy. Out Clemmy. <laughs> Shout out to the Kamo siblings. <laughs> I used to just literally watch her, like, put on her makeup, yeah. watch her in the mirror. Give Yo, us, give us context woman. for the age gap between you guys so that oh, we whoa. know. No, no, well, okay. Well, no, no, no. Don't expose No, 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 no. no. But it's, I, just mean, I just mean so that we understand, over, like, if you were, like, ten two, years. ten years. So just, like, yeah. so... The reason I'm asking is because, like, when you're 10 and you're seeing a 20-year-old woman doing mm-hmm. something, it's, yeah. like, it's different. You see how they mm-hmm. they carry themselves and all Actually, that. Actually, that time, it was when I was at JHA. So, I was about 13, maybe. 13. Mm. So, 13 was the time I was learning to be a girl. Mm. You know? Not learning. And you had a great example. Yeah. You have Clemmy, great examples. I do actually. You know, Clemmy. Since is we're getting into big... it, she has some more <laughs> sisters, and all of them are great examples. Yeah, for, for Clemmy is a very confident, beautiful, inside out mm, woman. Woman. Yeah, and she's just amazing. Yeah. So is Lily, and so is Jocelyn. You know, mm. those are my other sisters, and you know, because that's shout when out she Lily. Shout <laughs> out, Jocelyn. <laughs> You know, um, when she came home, I was there with her, and I just used to watch her. Mm-hmm. So I watched. And learned. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to be a girl from my sister, Clemmy. Yeah. I never told her that. If she finds out, oh my God. Yeah, wait, Clemmy, <laughs> never mind. Stop never listening. Mind. <laughs> you know? But it was it was like, I didn't realize it until like I was, you know, self-evaluating. Yeah. And I was looking back. I was like, In how did I? In hindsight, you yeah. see Yeah. And, you know, she was teaching me little, little stuff here and there, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I was like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. You know, I'm comfortable in this. Mm-hmm. That's me. So I had to grow to be comfortable in my body. And I'm sure because you were her last or youngest sister as well. Yeah. She was like, she understood. By that time, it's like, especially as an older sister, sibling or even sister, you kind of go through it a couple of times. So I'm sure she went through it with Jocelyn. I'm sure she went through it with Lillian. But like, like you go through it enough times to get it right. And I'm yeah. sure that she, when it was you, it was like, she she couldn't get it wrong. Yeah. So she definitely tried her hardest as well to make mm-hmm. sure you saw what she 
probably wished she'd seen growing up. Yeah, or... and during that time, because she had just come from the UK, you know, she had just she was an engineer. You know, she's everything. You'd be like, whoa, yeah, that's a beautiful woman. So even the way she used to carry herself. So even the way that she was still the first time. Herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the first time I I saw like um not to say that other women are less than, mm-hmm. but that was the first time I was like, you know what, I actually don't mind being. No, but I'm sure it also, girl, like, you know? it, it hits different when it's someone you're related to as well. Yeah, of course. And she also used to tell me, like, hope, stop sagging your pants. <laughs> Pull up your pants. You were sagging? Stop it. <laughs> you were sagging? Out of everything I just said, that's what I picked out. Are you kidding no, me? No, because I don't understand sagging. Someone used to sit down and explain Even it to me. Used to. to be fair, I do remember the, the style <laughs> of, like, the untucked shirt from the back. Stop. And, like, the front was tucked in. Stop. You know why I remember this, guys? She set a trend. <laughs> she was a trendsetter at GH. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're talking about... Remember how I said she was a someone? Uh, stop it. <laughs> Crystal. Don't be shy. But, yeah, like... um. I didn't know you were sagging underneath all of that. No, but yeah, so so she just started telling me, do yeah. this, do that, do that. And then just learning from different people, I put I put everything together. Mm-hmm. And I was used to I also used to hang out with my dad. Mm-hmm. So that's another man. Yeah. He's and not I'm gonna sure... tell me wear a skirt. No, but I'm you know, I'm sure like, even being with the man that you felt most beautiful around as well, I'm sure that makes you feel feminine too. Of course. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, as much as it's like, of course, that if you're with your dad, you're going to be masculine to some degree. But also, if he's making you feel beautiful, I'm sure you were feeling extra feminine when yeah. you are around well, what did what, what it was, he treated me like a princess, mm-hmm. but not a spoiled one. Mm-hmm. He, he couldn't tell me like, oh, you, you, you don't do that because blah, blah, blah. No. Go do it. Find out. You don't like it. So don't, don't do, it, do again. it again. Yeah. That's how I learned. Yeah. You know? And my dad's words, that's why I take words seriously, you know. His words used to be like, I used to feel like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a big word. Yeah. You know? So he used to tell me, Hope, you know, the values you have as a woman, the way you carry yourself, you know, how you appear. It was not even, luckily, it was not about what people used to see, of, like, see, me, see me as. Mm-hmm. He used to just teach me in a way that I would show people what they... What I, like what they're supposed to see, in a way and then they he take... was like building you from the inside exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. And low key, he kind of knew because I used to tell him everything, but as a kid, you say here, here, there, 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 there. As a parent, you're gonna piece everything together. Mm-hmm. So he did realize like the struggles I was going through, mm-hmm. low key. And then he he just the words he used to tell me, it was to heal me. That. Yeah. Literally. I used to come home, you know, mad. I'll do this, that, 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 that. Tell him, tell him, tell him. He would just tell me three words. Mm. That's it. Mm. And we're back. <laughs> you know? He just used to tell me, hope, you're beautiful. You don't need that. Mm. Hope you're this. You hope you're that. And you, you're, that. you're good. And he wasn't telling me to convince me. He was, he was reminding me. you, yeah. And reminding he, me. Yeah. Like, it, wasn't a, it wasn't like, I need you to know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was no, more no, so no, like, no. I'm letting you know. Yeah. Whether you choose to, to take that or not, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But I'm letting you know. And it wasn't it was it was like it wasn't with a smile, it wasn't with people would call it angry, but I, I can't call it I, it's not angry. It wasn't anger. He was just passionate. He just didn't want me to be to you feel know, any to feel other any other way, like less than or mm-hmm. less beautiful or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. And he complimented what was in like my heart, my yeah. personality, rather than how. And that I was the inside. And I feel like that's so important as a an element in body image. Body image, yes, of course. When you think about body image, you think about the physicality of it. It's not. But it's also the mental mm-hmm. aspect. aspect. It's also what you're feeding yourself. It's also, are you telling yourself you're beautiful? Do you feel like you're beautiful? Because that carries so much more weight than like throwing a bunch of makeup on to make yourself beautiful as opposed to being feeling beautiful. If you want to wear makeup, go that ahead. Is, that's, and that's I, the other thing. I wear makeup. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with yeah. wearing makeup. It's mm-hmm. more so if you're wearing makeup to cover up things that you refuse to deal with on a mental lo- level. Because mm-hmm. makeup can only do so much. <laughs> it's the inside you need to build. It's the inside you need to cleanse and heal. And Makeup comes off and... The things that are inside you are always gonna be inside you. They're stuck. They're stuck. It's no excuse. If, if we had you can wipes to clean the fillings, we would. We would. <laughs> we would. And we would make a lot of money from okay. them. Yeah. <laughs> from Actually, those wipes. We'll talk about it later. Listen, it's already been copyrighted. Don't even think about it. Please Me don't. and Hope have started the business. It's oh, in God. production. <laughs> it's in motion. <laughs> but well, yeah, it's 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 the inside you need to build, and that's that's. I'm so glad we're we're ending with that because that's so important. The inside, what you're feeding yourself. Yeah. Only you, and we talked about this a bit in the last episode as well. Only you can make you feel the most beautiful. Yeah. That's that's that. Like no and one also, can make you feel as beautiful as you can. And also, just because you know you're beautiful, don't expect everybody to treat you as beautiful or to see your beauty. Yeah. Because you know? sometimes yeah. you like sometimes you'll put on Let's say a really cute dress. Let's say you don't get complimented on said dress, right? That doesn't mean you're not beautiful in the dress, babe. It just means someone didn't compliment you. But that doesn't matter because if you know you look good in the dress, right? Why do you need someone else to validate that? I mean, I understand the... What's the word? The like... I understand how happy it would make you feel, right? But again... Happiness comes from within. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Period. Before we end, I want to definitely talk about this. Especially as a black woman, I want us to talk about hair. Obviously, because we're black women, we have different textures. A lot coarser, a lot kinkier. And I just want to get into like what that meant for you growing up and how that's affected you, if it has. Yeah, just all of that. Um, the first like 12 years of my life, I didn't really have hair mm-hmm. because uh, the school I went to, they just wanted us to keep our hair short. Mm-hmm. Um, so and by wasn't. short, how short are you talking? I had waves. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm laughing. I, I'm I'm not laughing at the experience for sure. I'm laughing at the way you're saying it. No, no it was sad. I was I wasn't happy. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But it was. I just wanted hair because I didn't understand why there is hair on my head. It's growing. Why are you cutting it? Hmm. You know, like I just didn't get it. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. but um, so I just always wanted hair. Um, so I finally did get hair, but... And how old is this? Like, 13, 14, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I finally got hair, but 
I didn't really do natural hair. It was mm-hmm. always straightened, you know. When you say the- straightened, do you mean permed or just like he's just straightened it, like with a straightening iron? No, like a uh, produce. So perm. Perm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, and all the products we used to see, like hair products, we always used to see straight hair. So that you was see the black was girls on yeah. like the darling or what do you mm-hmm. call it? The um, Please. what's the green one? The olive oil is it olive oil? Yeah, yeah olive or- oil. So all of that was it was just the black like, girls with the straight yeah. hair. That was the standard. Yeah, quote. Yeah, really standard. You know. So I always used to straighten my hair. Um, I ne- I don't I cannot remember a time where I had natural hair as a kid, mm. you know. But Other when I grew when up, short. yeah, when I grew up and moved away from home, um, that's when I decided to try natural hair. When you know? was that? Is that do you mean when you went to the U.S. for? No, when I came to the U.K. Because when I came to the UK, oh, okay. I had dreads when I removed my dreads, so that was actually even when so, twenty twenty. Yeah. So very recently. Very recently is when yeah. you started actually. Excuse me, you actually started. Um, Doing natural hair. Yeah. So I had to unlearn everything I knew and try to learn again. And it's been a beautiful um, journey. Journey. It, mm-hmm. was, it is a roller coaster because, yo, natural days. hair. There will be days. You'll tell your hair to do this, it will do that. There will be days, there will be tears. There will be... Mm-hmm. Have you ever canceled Crumbs something in my arms? because of hair? I sh- yo, I, I have. For real? Yeah. <laughs> I have. Like, there's no. been times where I'm like... In tears, and I'm like, I don't look beautiful. I can't go out, and it's because of my because hair. Because of your hair, yeah. Of course, there's times where you're like, yo, uh, this look, this look would be better if my hair was, you know, working Straighter out. Or, or no, no, no. Or... If 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 it was just, or you mean just in general? Just in general, out. if it, if it was like okay, mm-hmm. you know. But I've just like I've loved my hair, my natural hair. It is very hard to maintain, mm. but you know, good things come to those who wait and waiting patiently (laughs) (laughs) waiting patiently what do you mean by waiting i'm waiting for it to be longer more natural and Mm -hmm. just growing it out okay i'm excited for the journey this isn't pushback it's more so just we've said this before why is it that along with the looseness and along with the straighter hair I'm going to say I know you know what I'm going to say. Why is it that if someone is like, oh, I love your, or not even I love your, you have really long hair. Why is the automatic response, thank you? Do you know why I said long hair? It's because mm. I want to have long hair because I've known how No, no, no and I hear that. And that's, that's very fair to mm-hmm. you. I just mean, let's, let's, that aside, why is that the standard? I look at it in a way of more so like healthy hair, you mm-hmm. know, like when you see long hair and mm-hmm. it's actually like good and healthy, that looks good. But you can have long hair and not and have healthy hair. Yeah, so that doesn't mean it. <laughs> I, just, I just mean like that's another standard that's set on our hair. Like if you have longer hair, mm-hmm. then it's okay to have kinkier hair because now your hair is long. So it balances it out in a sense. Yeah. Or if you have, um, I don't know, if you have, I also feel like it, it's because it's so, it's interlinked with straighter hair. Because straighter hair is long. automatically longer, right? Mm-hmm. Curls curl up, they frizz, yeah. they shrink, the, all of that. So when people say it as like 
a compliment. It's taken as a compliment. It's received that way as well. Why do you think that is? I feel like it's just because that's the beauty standard that it, that, that's been set on our hair. And it's mm. very unfair. And when I say on our hair, I mean black women specifically. But um, generally, like, why is that a thing? Let's normalize complimenting short hair. Your, mm-hmm. your hair is so short. Thank you. Why, why don't we say that, you know? It's so weird because I, I don't know. You know how we talked about mothers earlier? My mom has always had short hair, to my knowledge. All my life, she's had short hair. She used to have such long hair when um, she was younger. But she cut it. And, like, as much as I see my mom as the beauty standard of, like, she's the most beautiful woman I know, I don't know that I like short hair for myself. So it's 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 weird. It's it's one of those things you need to unlearn and just yeah. <sighs> You know what? Get what works for you and what you like mm-hmm. cuz it's your body at the end of the day. Yeah. And do that for you. For if sure. If you think short hair is what you like, it's what Please you like. Please do it. Absolutely. If you like long hair, do it for you. Do it for you. But do it for the right reasons as well. Do it because As you want to do it, not because course. someone else is saying yeah, yeah. you look prettier when you have longer hair or when you have a wig on or when you have braids in or when you have whatever and just to touch on that as well what people see what people do that that eyes move for a reason as soon as they look at you they turn and look at somebody else Mm. so if they do not if the eyes are not stuck there already and like who you are internally Mm. the eyes are gonna move so don't try to make yourself look a certain way for someone else. For someone else. Yeah. No, for sure. Don't even try to look a certain way. Just be yourself. If you want to put on makeup, put on makeup. Yeah. You know, if you want to have a cat eye, have a cat eye. Yeah. You know, do whatever you want, whatever do makes what you, for you happy. Yeah. You know, where you feel comfortable. Because at the end of the day, you're the one putting standards for, for yourself. Sure. Yeah. You know, your values, the way you carry yourself. Who you are as a person. Mm. That is the body image. And not what everybody else sees. It has to be for you. Always for you. Yeah. I know you know this, but like for this past year, I'm almost done. But I'm almost never going to have to do (laughs) this again. (laughs) But like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was, I, I made sure it was, I don't do, um, New Year's resolutions that I stick to. I wish I did. And I'm trying to get better. But typically that's not what happens. But I made this one resolution where um and I started in December last year, but I was like for sure January 1st I'm not going to do this. I promised myself I'm going to have my natural hair out all year cuz I'm so used to having braids in or doing something where I don't have to deal with my hair. And the fact that I, even the wording I'm using, don't have to deal with my hair. Mm-hmm. It's my hair. I have to deal with it. Of course. But um, where I don't have to take care of it or be responsible for it. I made the promise to myself that I want to do that this year. The full length of the year. And you did it. And I, I'm, we yeah, have I a couple there. days left, but I'm doing it. It's better than... It's, that's true. Not it's better than not that. doing it. Oh. And some progress is better than no progress. Yeah. But also it was because it was more mental for me. It wasn't really about the styles. The styles are there. I know how to do my hair now because mm-hmm. I was in boarding school. I did have to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. But it was more so 
accepting having my hair out. Yeah. Making my hair, like being okay with walking out of my home with an afro. Especially in a country where it's not even, it's not back home where people see afros all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a white country, you know? So being very intentional about that and being intentional about keeping my hair out and, you know, and not just keeping it out, but no one sees it. I was mm, forcing myself, let me tell you, (laughs) forcing myself to have my hair out and posting pictures with it. I'd never posted my natural hair before, before 2020, I want to say, actually, on, Mm -hmm. on Instagram or anything. And I was like, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only thing people are going to see from now on. So yeah, just and you've been wearing it well, like a crown, like the. Thank you. you are. That's that's really been one of my prayer points to just be comfortable with my hair. And it's weird saying that the fact that I pray about it, but it's that deep. Yeah. And I feel like for a lot of girls, it's that deep. And that's the other thing I'm setting the standard for other girls that look up to me or that see me. Mm-hmm. Imagine walking down the street and like someone sees your hair and they're like oh my gosh i love your hair actually weirdly enough this is it's weird because of who said it i remember i was at home with my little brother it was just the two of us paula was in the u.s at the time so it was just the two of us and i remember i wanted to start taking care of my hair and i let it out because i wanted to air dry it and i came downstairs and eric saw and he was like wow your hair looks really nice (laughs) and eric and i if you know our relationship like we don't really say things like that you know and I remember he said it and I teared up I wanted to cry because I was like this is my little brother who's saying like my hair is beautiful that changed my perspective so yeah just like Emma (laughs) (laughs) don't throw them under the bus we were shouting him out earlier No. Shout out Eric, by the way. Shout out, shout out. Shalom, shalom. But yeah, I'm I'm glad we got to talk about hair because that's very important to me. Yeah, anything else you want to say before we conclude? Um, just a reminder to always love yourself. You know, once you know how to love yourself, it makes it easier for other people to love you. Mm. And once you know you're beautiful. Mm. Not people, not no one can tell have, you you're not. Yeah, no, and not that people have to see you're beautiful, mm. but it's easier for them to see it. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love that. And I also, I know we talked a lot about black women, but that's because those are our experiences. It's very hard to speak from a different experience, but everyone is beautiful. Everyone is created in God's image. Whether you believe in God or not, that's the truth. Um. And yeah, like, it's just a matter of, like Hope said, you need to do you for you and people will receive how you put yourself out. And you can't control how people receive you. Mm. Do you have another quote we can add, like the Jenny I quote? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, need to, we need to do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We Let's set a standard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we set a low standard mm. in the first one. We need to upkeep. Let's see, let's Paula, see, do you see. have anything you want to throw in? Oh, come on. No. <laughs> no one. Paula said. Um. You know, we'll come up with one next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Now you Actually. Have... Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was Paula's way to end us. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. By the way, guys, can you please tell Crystal how proud you are? No, she's I'm doing not it. putting this in. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing it. Well, I'm proud of you. You better put that in. Now, how am I going to edit both things out? So you need to find a way. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. for real, for real. Thank I'll say you. this was Peace part. Mm. I'm very proud of you. You're doing great. I like that you kept pushing. And this is just, you, you're making it a safe space. I hope so. Oh, don't make me cry. Anyways, bye. Don't do that.